I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. I'm doing fine, feeling good. We've got sale pumping. We got things going on. We're busy. Chase and I are notoriously bad at handling. We like being busy, but it's like just too. It's like watching like two frantic dogs try to communicate with each other. Frantic is the best word. There are times where I'm like, well. Timothy, do you, can we meet for? Do, what do you What do you do for if the next meet, two hours? If we meet here and then do this here, and then we think that we've got it, and it's like it's no different than us just being like, why don't we just right. do this for an hour and this for an hour? Yeah, but it's we have to we have to you know talk no, down to each other. No, it's something we bit. talked about before this too. We're trying to we got to we're, we're trying, trying to, to figure better. out. Our, we're trying to evolve as people. Yeah, Chase is drinking water for the first time. Oh my god, I'm drinking so much water. Yeah, for the first time and. I'm really? going to the gym. Just, just, you know, it's just doing it, you know, just bro. Being, just being adults. I hit the, I hit the big 3-0, and I'm just trying to be a little more responsible. You know what I mean? <laughs> By drinking water sometimes. I, you'd be surprised how <laughs> little I drank prior. So <laughs> I think anything helps in that regard. But All right, let's not waste any more time. This is a, a great guest. This is Derek Guy, also known as Die Workwear. He is a known internet rascal, yeah. um, you've, fashion you've, writer. If you've, if you've been in the fashion space, or quite frankly anymore, have just in been on the Twitter. Realm of the internet, you yeah. know, you you know this guy, or you've come across him. So, um, I think we've know, known him through forums and through like I don't know fashion writing, and I, I feel like I've been in touch with this guy for eons. You know, so it was really cool that we had a chance to like talk things out. We got we really spent our this time um, as Derek's a little more of a private guy. We use this time to mm-hmm. really pick his brain on like what are the fashion rules that that we should care about or not care about. Well, yeah, I mean it, Timothy, you and I have been. You've been, we've both been in retail for a long, long time, but the shop Mm -hmm. has been here for over six years now. And we get so many questions of like, well, can I do this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. Am I allowed? If I get this, is it weird? And it's like, and I even had the, I had those questions when I started working and it really, you'll find what it comes down to is, you know, be comfortable, put your, make sure you're comfortable first and foremost, but we'll, we'll let the, we'll let. Derek, we, yeah, and, and that's the thing. We needed we needed an authority. This felt like the internet's I authority. I feel like he is the yeah. internet. He's representing yeah. fashion yeah. as the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, it was a great conversation. He's awesome. It was, it was super fun, and then I think I think people enjoy us kind of like walking walking through some of these classic rules and seeing if we mm-hmm. care or don't care. Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, I don't have anything else to say. Let's get right into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hop right into it. All right. One of the things we're circling around here is like you definitely have like a mysterious way about you, bro. Like when when I hopped on Style Forum for the shop in 2019, yeah, you know, I've I've always been impressed by your breadth of knowledge. I feel like every thread I would go in, there'd be a three long paragraph thing where or three paragraph long thing where it's like, wow, you you have this vast knowledge of this and you put it so eloquently and. And it just seems to come naturally for you. Like, are you purposefully mysterious or did it just so happen that like you kind of like got well known on the Internet in these niche ways? And maybe you hadn't like revealed yourself to that point. And so maybe now you're just like committing to the bit. But like, is it premeditated yeah, is or it pre- not? Is, is it a premeditated we mis- mystery, you know? No, it's definitely not premeditated. I, yep. uh just a private person. That's it. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I just read a lot about clothing and interest in clothing. I've been interested in clothing for a few decades and, uh, and, and, um, 
I have a big mouth. So <laughs> and that's just been my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so on threads, you know, I will, I'll just like say what I think. Of course. I Which is, I understand it's also can, can be kind of exhausting. So, yeah. Why do you why do you think like some of the things like that have popped off? Because it really feels like like you know on Twitter and everything like it kind of like I, some something happened not that long ago where yeah, you were yeah. I, and and I don't but but I but I read things and it's like I don't know that I think you were like letting it you know fucking spray or anything. It was just sort of like uh, like a hard opinion. Like why why do you think people like find like that like are your voice maybe your like your online voice so divisive? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. I feel that I am just voicing my opinion like anybody else. I don't, um, you know, a lot of people voice their opinion. Although, you know, like I, some people are very gracious. I think Chase is very gracious. And I think like, um, my friend Peter, who goes by Urban Composition, who's, who's also on style from sometimes, he's very gracious. He, whenever Mm -hmm. he gets into a dispute, quote unquote, I mean, they're, they're hardly even disputes, um, he will say, I totally see where you're coming from. And, um, I can see this point of view and that point of view. It's just like, and it's not, it's not a bit, it's like his nature. If you, if you meet him in person, he's just a very gracious person. And you know, like Chase doesn't get into arguments online. Um, but if I disagree with you, I will like lay out why I think you're wrong. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why it's divisive. Um, the the Twitter thing has been really weird lately. It's just been, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It started. It's, it, I mean, I had a somewhat of following, like in, um, in, I think like late October of last year. I had like maybe around fifty thousand followers, and then I got into a tiff with uh, Dave Portnoy, and I wasn't the only person who criticized his watch company, <laughs> but I said my piece. Yeah, I think some yeah. people were actually like a lot more. Um, vicious about it, but I just said like I can't imagine doing this to people I dislike. I would never do it to people who like me. I wouldn't tell them to go buy a watch that's like what I think is a ripoff. Um, and out of all the comments, yeah, he singled me out um, for the beginning of his video. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, but I, I, I admit I've 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 always had some of a big mouth, um, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love it, dude. I love it, dude. And like I said, you're always you're always backed with like I just feel like you have a, a vast knowledge, and like you said, you've been doing it for quite a while, so makes sense. Um, also, real fast, thanks thanks for the amount of times you you've used me in like oh, a man. meme or something. <laughs> it, like, I've had <laughs> so many times people have been like, "Oh my god, Chase!" Like people who like may, maybe aren't even necessarily super familiar with Canoe Club or you know me like post college like 10 years ago you know but like people being like wow just i just saw this photo of you on this massive twitter thread it's just so crazy yeah. <laughs> so thanks for uh for doing that and it, and you know by proxy that it helps canoe club yeah. which is sick <laughs> but uh I'm, al- I'm always really flattered like when you use me a photo of me and some other style form fellas for uh you know workwear inspiration or stuff like that so you yeah know, thanks for that bro uh we see it and recognize yeah and i mean i really it. like the store and i really like your style so it's, it's natural well, thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. What was like? When did your like? So when did your interest in like you know? Because I guess I at least n- knew you, m- where I'm coming from a little less, you know, in the forums. But I was I did a lot of that work 
for work prior to having like canoe club. So I like, and I knew you more as like into like, you know, kind of like traditional menswear. Is that still like, do you think that's still like your predominant interest? I mean, obviously you're commenting on a lot of fashion, but like your personal interest, does it, does it kind of like, is it still in that kind of traditional menswear space? I would say so. I'd say, um, my primary interest is in classic and classic adjacent clothing. Yeah. That spans anything from like tailoring to workwear to, you know, like riffs on workwear, like engineered garments, capital. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, it's kind of weird to call. I mean, it, it just depends on like how we define traditional. Yeah. But um, you know, when I think of uh, engineered garments, I mean, they're basically just like if you if you take photos of early to mid twentieth century workwear in Americana, um, a lot of that is just like very slight tweaks on those clothes. You know, so. But on style form, it doesn't get coded that way. On style form, there's the classic menswear side, which is almost exclusively tailoring, but not solely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the streetwear and denim, which is hardly about streetwear at all, um, and only a little bit about denim. Yeah. It, but SWD on style form just means not classic tailored clothing, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say my interest spans both like those two sides of the forum the stuff that i admire but don't know very much about is like the stuff that gets posted on style zeitgeist or Techwear stuff that i i admire i think it looks cool but you know i wouldn't um you know like eugene rabkin can go on forever about um rick owens and all that stuff and I, i think it looks cool but i don't i couldn't tell you about you know rick's you know so and so collection and how it compares to you know, some other design or something, you know, that's not stuff that I know a lot about, Mm -hmm. but I, I think I know somewhat about anything from tailoring to workwear to Japanese brands on, you know, takes on Americana. Yeah. It's like, it's like fashion. We've talked about this before, but it's like, it's a weird art form and that asks the person that is like spectating to participate. And I think that for some reason it gets a little like muddied when it's like, like what you're saying, like I can appreciate Rick Owens and a runway show from Rick Owens. I would never personally wear it. I don't have the right build for it, in my opinion. It's not something I'd feel comfortable in, and it's just not something like I want to put in my own life, but I like looking at it. And I don't understand, like for some reason, it always seems like, especially with fashion criticism, it's like, well, would you wear it? And I'm like, no, that's not really the point, though. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not what, like I can like a lot of different things without having to like actively participate in them. But for some reason, fashion always like, it's like, I feel like that's always the argument is like, oh, you don't wear any though. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't wear any. I've, I wear, I've, ever, I've been buying Capital since, I don't know, it's like 12 years now. Like and buy, I don't, you mean like buying for a store? Yeah, for yeah. stores. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't own a ton of pieces from it or anything. And I love it. I think it's, I think it's one of, it's one of my favorite brands to view and, mm-hmm. and to buy for. I just don't like own a bunch myself. It doesn't always fit me the best personally. And like, it's just not like where my own leanings are for my own self. But like when I see it on others, I'm like, God damn it. It's like the coolest stuff, everything about it, the whole story. I love everything about it. I just don't, I don't need to have but I don't need to wear it and and to love it. You yeah, know what I mean? feel that satisfaction yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel that same way, Jerry? I um I find it very boring to talk about fashion in terms of what someone would wear. Yeah. I mean, I think it's relevant. Like, you know, if, if someone actually wears something and has experience, I think that's act, that goes a long, long way. Uh, I would take someone's opinion on, like, you know, um, someone's opinion on a brand if they actually wear it and have experience with it. 
But so much, so much fashion discussion is very boring once you get into like, oh, I wouldn't personally wear that. And it's just like, I, I don't personally care. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's, there's a lot of interesting things in the world that I would not personally wear, but I think is really interesting and um, reflects an interesting part of culture and design. And um, yeah, it's just that may not be something that I personally wear, but I think looks great. Um, and that's true for a lot of avant-garde stuff. Um, it's just not something I know a lot about, but I'll, you know, watch videos or uh, runway shows or read about it. Um, it's just not something I can really comment on because I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. And on, on that note real fast to kind of uh, step away from fashion for one second, like like you had mentioned, I would say you're more of a cultural commentator at this point. Is there other like does your does your deep interest expand outside of clothing into anything else in particular? I'd, I'd have to imagine it does, but I'm curious about that. Like, what else uh, do you find yourself? You know, I was just hanging out with um, I was just hanging out with um, Peter, um, yeah. who goes by Urban yep. Composition yep. Yep. on Styleform and also on Instagram. Real fast before, before and, we continue, um, he is in, he was talk- he's incredibly handsome. I just wanted to shout that out. Every photo <laughs> he's in, he is so chiseled and handsome and put together. I'm always impressed. It, it, yeah. it, it's crazy. He's like a walking lookbook. But anyway, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no. He, yeah. I mean, I saw him yesterday and it was just like, fucking. Every time I see him, it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the like person that only elicits He looked like, he looked like a movie damn, star. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, it looked like a movie star was walking towards me. Uh-huh. He, he wore this brown linen suit with, um, uh, it, you know, as you guys know, there's these like crochet shirts now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can either do the crochet or you could do like the, there's these laser cutout versions. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a black laser cutout shirt and uh, these like uh, Jacques-Marie Mage sunglasses and these uh, black um, loafers from No Man Walks Alone. Yep. He looked like a movie star. It looked fantastic. So we were talking about um, videos, like what videos would be interesting um, in terms of clothing. And he was talking about these um you know, talk, talking to people that attend runway shows and like what they think is trending. And the stuff that I think would be interesting in terms of a video is like sits just outside of fashion, but is still somewhat about fashion. So we're talking about, for example, like um, biker clubs in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. There's a biker club in the Bay Area called the East Bay Rats. And um, they have club jackets. They're actually vests. Oh, they're, yeah. They're leather vests. And the back of the vest has, um, you know, has like their, I guess you'd call it a logo. Yeah, like um, insignia. But it's a logo yeah. and it says East Bay Rats insignia. And uh, they have a, they have a like a spot where they all hang out. Um, I think it's maybe once a month. I don't know if they still do it, but I, I think it's about once a month. They hold fight nights um, where people come and just brawl it out. <laughs> um, Whoa. They they do all sorts of cool stuff. And to me, a cool fashion story would be going to the East Bay Rats and doing a story about them and then talking about their clothes. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like you could – there was that recent – there was a recent um, – I don't know, you call it controversy of um, San Francisco Police Department arresting all these skaters that um, skate downhill. Um, they do these kind of like downhill bomb yeah, runs. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty dangerous event, but, um, you know, that's part of culture. And I mean, I don't want to get into the whole politics of, you know, that stuff. But, but to me, an interesting story would be going to interview skaters who participate in that. And they will have their own kind of like, 
subcultural dress. Oh, uh, 100%. Right? Like, yeah. You don't see people, you don't see people, I don't know, doing that in a suit or, um, you know, like they, they have their own method of dressing. And I think that would be its own fashion story. Like, wh- what is this group? Why do they do these runs? You feel in some of the runs, talk about the history of these like downhill runs, and then talk about what clothes they think what clothes do they wear? There was um, Monty Don, for example, did an article long years ago in the early 2000s. Um, and he's a, a BBC broadcaster who um, focuses on gardening. And he did this article, I think it's in The Guardian, I could be wrong, but you can easily look it up by just uh, Googling Monty Don gardening clothes. And he has a very, very strong view about clothes, like what clothes are good for gardening? Yeah, yeah. Why are those clothes good for gardening? What's the cut? What's the material? What are the details? And um, and I love that. I love that someone who's participating in some kind of cultural activity has a strong view about clothes. And I think that's what makes um, – that's, to me, what's interesting. That's what makes clothing interesting, well, you know? Um it's not that I think runway shows are boring. I'm not like an anti-runway guy or like, oh, like, you know, avoid the fashion industry. Like, because that's also part of culture. But the stuff that really gets me excited, something that I will really pay attention to and read, is if someone explores some kind of like cultural group and then talks about how they dress. Um, I I feel that you can tie fashion into anything if humans are involved mm-hmm. because, you know, humans wear clothes. So you could talk about hikers, you could talk about skaters, you could talk about mountain climbers, you could talk about sex workers, you could talk about anybody, and there will be some type of clothing involved. And um, even if they they don't go through the same kind of like, how do I explain it? They, they may not debate clothing the way people in style form debate clothing, yeah. but they're still very intentional about what they wear. They still choose things in a very specific way um and i think that would be that's what to me what makes clothing interesting um and that's you know like people who are into fashion that's the way we relate to clothes as well because we borrow from that kind of like language you know when people choose double knee work pants or painter pants and you know like they are borrowing on that romance of of sign painters and you know chase was a sign painter yeah um (laughs) Yeah, like that's that's what they're borrowing on, right? They're they're appropriating that language, and I don't mean that as like you know like a bad oh, thing, but they yeah, are yeah. borrowing on that romance. Um, so you know, like uh, uh, there was oh there was um was it Nico New York? I think is his Instagram handle. He recently featured two brothers who have been sign painters for like forty or fifty years, oh, cool. and they've they've um they've created. They put their 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 fingerprints on the visual environment of their community because they paint all the signs in that community. Yeah, yeah. So they've like they've shaped how that community looks. When you look at their signs, it's like very distinctive. They have a very specific way of how they paint a store, mm-hmm. even though they may not like think of it in terms of branding. Just like the way they do something makes something yeah yeah a look and. Um, yeah, like how cool would that story be? Like if someone looked at the history of sign painters and then interviewed sign painters and then talked about 
what specific painter pants do they like? You know, like what, what is the shirt? What is, what is the jacket or what is, what are the shoes? Why do they choose those things? Um, yeah, to me, that's like, that's, that's what would inspire me to then wear painter pants. It's like what you're getting at is I, like trying to like um, actually dissect style and I think that like because like uh, some of my deepest inspirations if I'm thinking like personal wardrobe is is a bunch of stuff I can't let go of from being into skateboarding and hardcore music like that's 90% of it because both of those lanes had these kind of like specific codes on how you dressed inside of them and they were and it's like this weird unspoken thing almost it's probably the same way like you're saying with like sign painters they probably all prefer a certain type of painter pant because that's the one you gotta that's the one that the guys use and and like that's that's the things that like i think actually inspire different kinds of dress i don't know that it doesn't not but i often think that like uh like a runway is almost showcasing what a decision on a trend is almost rather than going like pulling like here's what the inspiration was for that trend and that's what and that's like but real style is like what people are actually wearing you know what I mean and like what people wear without thinking and I think that that's probably what you're really like what you're getting at is like the real inspiration comes from what people what people what real people are are wearing and I think off of that too the they're approaching it from like, what is going to function best? Like whether it's a sign painter, it's like, I know I'm going to be up and down off. I've done this. I know I'm going to be up and down off ladders for the day, or I know that I'm painting down low on this window. So I'm probably gonna have to be on my knees. So I'm going to not wear shorts. Cause I don't want to scuff my knees up, scrape my knees up and shit. Also, Derek, on that note, real fast, there was, uh, the, the two brothers that signed paint made me think, um, there was a shop in Portland called J and S that I really loved. It was these two dudes that basically, everywhere you looked in Portland if you'd like to sign you'd get close to it and it'd be their signature and you're like damn you guys have I know their style now you know what I mean and one of them actually just relocated to uh to the bay so I wonder if uh if he's doing any any work out there but I think they go under variety shop now um and I think they just kind of fly to wherever the next job takes them but that's really cool before we proceed I want to ask the sign painter. So, what what are good sign painter clothes? Um, for me, it's I ha- kind of had like I want it to be looser fitting because again, like there's a lot of like bending down, a lot of like laying on the floor, or you know, I want to have a lot of pockets because a lot of times you need, especially when you're setting the pattern, you need to have your level on you. You need to have a yardstick. You need to have a couple Stabilo pencils because one's going to break. On that note, you probably want to have your pencil sharpener in your pocket. You also want, like, your window scraper. So, you know, like a blade affixed to, uh, you know, a little scraping thing to, to you know, whether you're cleaning the inside or the outside of the window. Like, there's a lot of paraphernalia you need on yourself at all times. So uh, heavily pocketed stuff is great. But, like, I love just, like, a loose-fitting pair of pants and, a like, a chore coat. Do you remember the one of the first memes you used of me is me in that full-count jacket with the yeah. paint? <laughs> that actually is my paint jacket. Yeah. Like, that is what I wear, funny enough, to garden. But, like, that is what I wear when I'm legitimately painting or being messy in any way. And I treat it like a coverall. I actually will button yeah. it all the it's way up. It's already 30% of the way there. So Yeah, I'm, I'm already there. So, but, uh, yeah, anything with pockets, man. Um and then off of the clothing talk of, you know, we pull inspiration, I think it, it all comes back to form. Like, the amount of times that I've been here in Boulder and seen, like, a group of, like, you know, 16, 17-year-old skate kids come by and I'd be like, fuck, that kid's wearing a beanie? So cool. Or, like, the way his pants are hitting his shoes look cool. And then in the same regard, 
there's a lady that walks by our new studio every day. She's, she's an older woman. And she stopped me and said, you know, this used to be uh, a mechanic shop. And before that, and, you know, talked about how the store was a garden shop. And, and I know she's about gardening because she's wearing her cargo pants all the time with some sort of like gardening clog, you know, in the realm of like a Merrill leather sandal shoe situation and she's wearing her big sun hat and then like a super lightweight um, long sleeve gardening jacket that like is hardly there but it's there to protect her from the sun and it's like no I see you and you commit to this whole thing and it fits you well and there's times where I'm like I like that I like the no socks with the sandals thing and the big cargo pants and so I'll try to work that into my own style it's it but it all comes back to these people are wearing this because like that's what's functioning best for them I would I would assume in most situations like well this is what I'm doing this x work and this is what will help me accomplish that and that's what I personally respond to most in other people's style is like when it's like oh shit you're not wearing that you wear it because you think it looks cool but you're wearing it because you're getting something done and I think that's that's when Jonah was on if you remember it's like a movie go ahead go ahead it's like a movie character. Yeah, yeah, like yeah I yeah, think yeah, of it yeah. in terms of like when I see when I see somebody. When you talk to costume designers, they are very intentional about how they dress a character, and they they think of creating a look, you know, to to communicate something about this person. So when you walk down the street and you see someone in a certain outfit, some people just look like movie yeah. characters, and that's for me when it hits. Yeah. You know, like they look like a '90s skater, they look like a gardener, they look like you know whatever. Um, and yeah, to me, that's like when it, the, the look is really on point, it, it works with the person. It tells a story yep. about their lifestyle, tells a story about their personality and hobbies and all that stuff. And that to me is like, that's the, the chef kiss kind of like style moment. Oh, a hundred percent. Timothy talks about, he was, he was walking his dog and then Timothy fill in on this, but saw a fella get out of a Mazda Miata with like a beat up leather jacket and, you know, smashing pumpkin shirt, great jeans. Like everything was, everything about it was cool. You know what I mean? And it's just like, obviously that's just like, he yeah. didn't, you know, and that's what I was going to actually bring up is that when we had, when we had a discussion with Jonah from Blackbird's pipeline, he was like, I think like some of the more interesting things you wear is when you don't have, you're not thinking about, does this look cool? You're, you're thinking about, can I make this function? Like what uh-huh. shoes I'm, I'm running someone to the airport. What shoes can I wear? That'll be comfortable in the car that I don't have to take off. Cause yeah, you don't want to wear yeah. the Burks in the car on an hour long drive. You know what I mean? Like, and you got any wear like shorts because it's more comfortable, but you put on a jacket on cause it's cool in the morning. But like, it's like, and then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're like, Oh, this is kind of cool, but I don't know what I put together. What you're describing is something that I think of in is like the Richard scary clause where it's like, I always want the world to look the way it does in Richard Scare, where I'm like, that's the post office guy. <laughs> yeah. And that is, that's the milkman. And that, and you yeah. can tell because of that, because of what they're wearing and what, and what they're doing and it. Cause it, yeah, you're right. It like, it adds a dimension to the person beyond just like, these are clothes I put together because they're comfortable. Like it's, it's, it's more like, Oh, it tells you something. It functions in a certain way. It's much more interesting if life always worked that way. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it now. We, we've laid out some questions. We, we've actually been holding this, and I wasn't sure when the right moment to, to talk about these was. And, and I think you're the, you're the perfect guy. So we, so we get asked a lot about, I feel like a lot of times Chase and I are answering like fashion rule questions. Like we'll go through the list that we have. But it's like they're, they're, I think people want to box fashion into this. Now I'm going to start out by saying I don't necessarily believe in fashion rules, but I do think there are some things. There, there are some times when it makes sense and sometimes when it doesn't. Suggestion. So we're yeah. here to 
weigh in on some of what I think are some of the most common that we get asked or some of the most common just in the general fashion lexicon. But I, but I, so we're just going to weigh in on it. Do we agree with it or no personally? And, and then we'll go kind of off of if there's any explanation to that line of thinking, you're more than welcome, but it could also be a yes or no question. Are we all ready to begin this line of thinking? (laughs) Sure. All right. Yes. First one. I'm, I bet you know, and I know I've looked at this before on why this exists, but I cannot remember at all. Can you wait? What, I'm, I'm, I might mess up the question now that I didn't write it fully out, but can you wear white after Labor Day? Am I right? Or that's the, I yeah, think, yeah yes. that's the. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, that, I mean, that's the one, the, the white after Labor Day is just, um, it's just a very old rule that, yeah. I mean, it's so antiquated. I mean, it's just, uh, it really is. So I, I often think of rules, quote unquote, in terms of context and culture. So like what we were talking about earlier, and I, I liken it to grammar, for example, like there are certain kind of grammar rules that allow you to write a quote-unquote better sentence, but there are also many ways that you can construct a sentence that's beautiful that don't follow certain grammar rules. And then there are also completely different languages that do not adhere to English grammar rules because they're not English. So um, when we talk about white after Labor Day, it's really contextual to a certain kind of like upper-class tailored aesthetic. And the reason why it existed is because... um, uh, you know, certain looks were for summer and certain looks were for fall. And if you're wearing, you know, like, I don't know, let's say like white flannels with a cricket sweater, um, that would just look, and and with white bucks, that would look very odd in November, whereas would look very natural in, you know, July. Um, But if you're in a workwear outfit, you might wear white dicky pants, uh, white dicky painter pants with I don't know, uh, a blue chambray shirt and uh, work boots in November. And that looks totally fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So not only is it an antiquated rule, but it's very contextual to a certain kind of aesthetic. And it it would also just be like natural. Like when you go out and if it's raining and muddy, do you want to wear, you know, like crisp white flannels with a, with a tennis shirt, like a tennis sweater? Like, of course you wouldn't, it would look, you it would just look odd. So, um, so some of these things should just be kind of common sense. It shouldn't be about the rule. It should just be like how you feel that day, what kind of outfit you're putting together, what makes sense for the weather. Yeah. I, I think, well, I mean, what do you guys I think? I just feel like, like everything, I agree with everything you said, but then on top of that, it's like, it depends on like where you live. Like that might, I mean, I understand the, the old line of thinking there, but for me, it's like, well, if you live in LA, like you're not probably run. I mean, or like even where we live, it's like, we're not running oh, into yeah. like, it's a desert climate. It's not, it's not muddy that often. Like there's nothing, there's no, any other obvious right. reasons why you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't there. But if you live in New York and you're like, you know, walking around the streets, it's raining, snowing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's different. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it, I just think it's way too hyper specific to a time and era and place, and it just doesn't make sense anymore. And should I, I really don't think it should be part of the discussion. Yeah, no, I feel like it's a string of words that people have said culturally, either in movies or just throughout the time, throughout you know, throughout the period of fashion. But it's like anything else that we do, where it's kind of like. 
I don't know how to word it. Like make, you know, make your own decisions. All of these things come with, it's just a suggestion, but whatever you're most comfortable with is, is obviously the right move. And also I always think back to like, uh, uh, we're going to touch on some more formal stuff, but inevitably a guy comes into the shop and is like, Oh, I'm going to a, it's a, it's a quote unquote semi formal wedding. And so, and so everybody's like, fuck, if I don't get this dialed, I'm not good. I'm going to be anomalous here. And the fact of the matter is the general public hardly cares, let alone knows anything about this. And any wedding you go to, (laughs) it's going to have someone's uncle in a short sleeve button up with jeans, cowboy Uh, boots with, with dip in his back pocket. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's like, all of these things are, it's nice to know the rules. And I think it's fun. I think it's fun to be acquainted with, um, you know, if you care about fashion, just to know all of these, all of these things, but inevitably you care more than literally anybody else does. And nine times out of 10, no one is going to think twice. You know? Yeah. I mean, it depends on, yeah, it's like a confidence yeah. thing. Okay. Here's two more. I'm going to, I'm going to lump these two together, even though there's two, but it's can Navy and black or Brown and black coexist in an outfit. I hate I hate those kinds of questions because it's so contextual to um, and I'm not saying this, you know, like to insult you, but it's just mm-hmm. when people make those rules, I just think it depends on the item. It depends on the aesthetic. So, for example, navy and black, you should not wear a black dress shirt. Let's say a, a black poplin dress shirt with a navy worsted suit because that would just look bad. But black shoes with a navy suit is like a classic yeah. combination that's what like the the rules uh, on tailored clothing were really formed around london because the suit classically speaking is is a british garment and it spread around the world through british imperialism and as it developed uh in these different places it also took on kind of their own kind of cultural practices but black shoes with the navy suit is a classic london city banker kind of like look and you could also take that to look at like military uniforms, you know, like uh, military uniforms often use black shoes with with a navy uh, colored military mm-hmm, uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So to me, it, it just depends on you could wear a, a black knit tie with a navy suit. Um, it just depends on the item and the outfit that you're creating. And when people take these rules of like no white after Labor Day or, uh, you know, no blue and green with nothing in between or, or, you know, no, no Navy with black. To me, it's, you, you are taking, um, you're approaching style through this kind of like, almost like, um, these rules, you're, you're creating rules as though they're like physics when it's really a language. Hmm. And, um, it just depends on whether or not you are creating something that makes cultural sense and communicates something. And black shoes with navy suits, like again, it's a classic city business look. Um, whereas I'm just being very blunt, uh, a black poplin dress shirt with a navy suit just makes you look like someone who welcomes someone to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, if you if you want to look like that, if you want to look like someone who welcomes someone to Applebee's, then that's your look. It's a, it's a black poplin shirt with a navy suit, or you know whatever it is. And um, yeah, when people then pull the rules out to make them as though they're physics, to me it doesn't make any sense because it, it's really about the look that you're combining together. Um, you know, like navy, navy and blue, for example. If we're talking casual wear, 
Um, I mean, yeah, of course, you can wear a black sweater with blue jeans. You can wear uh, black service boots with blue jeans. You know, th- those are fine combinations. And still, those are still colors that sit next to each other. It just depends on um, what kind of look that you're putting together. I- the easiest way to think of it is is to not think of it in terms of like, am I hitting these rules? But just culturally, what are you referencing? Yeah. And is that something that you want to reference? I, I love I love so, black shoes with any pant. I think that that's cool, especially when you like own it. But you, you said uh, no green and blue or blue and green with nothing in between. I've never heard that before. What is what is that? It's something that sticks around because it rhymes and it's like no white after Labor Day. Oh, yeah. It's a catchy phrase. Okay, okay. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, for some reason, that's that sticks because it rhymes and it, it gives people who otherwise have no strong style language, something for them to hook onto. I think that's why it sticks around all these rules It's because if you are not involved in some kind of scene or have some kind of like cultural sense or something, you, you just think, oh, well, as long as I'm not wearing this color next to that color or, you know, um, I'm not wearing this color after a certain date, I'm fine. But that's just not how style works. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, and, I, and I've been in trouble for making statements like this before. People really did not like that I think there's only buzz cuts or long hair those are the only two cool things <laughs> but but it's this for me when i look at when i look at the when i look at like this list of rules there's there's two ways that that this ends up working if you want to break a rule there's only two ways it's either you're doing it in a very punk sense which means i don't give a shit about this rule it's stupid and then i look at it i'm like that guy doesn't give a shit about that rule he's that, that's cool. cool that is a cool way to think about it or or you're so intentional that you know exactly what you're doing, you know the exact rule you're breaking, and you're doing it on purpose because you're referencing something or, or making some sort of statement. Yeah. So it's either you've thought about it not one iota, or you've thought about it, or you understand the rule so well that you know how to break it correctly. That's really the two ways that this works to me. You know what I mean? Like it's it, almost all the rules. That's I'm true, at. but the first, the first part I think rests on the the person. Some people are just naturally punk and countercultural yep. and cool. So what they wear looks yeah. cool, whereas some people aren't, you know, like you just sometimes you just got to self-awareness is maybe the people first are thing. Not that kind of character. Yeah. 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 And and if you break the rule in the same way, you look goofy. So um, there are some people who I can just think of certain kind of like people in my life who gen- genuinely don't care and they just look cool and everything because they are a cool person. You know, they they have a certain kind of charisma about them. Yeah. Um, and they're involved in certain things that are admirable. Like you want to be that kind of person. Um, and so if they break a rule, they may not even be thinking, they may not even be aware of rules. I and mean, a lot of these guys just are not even, they're not thinking about any of this stuff. Um, but they look cool because they are who they are. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, some kind of self-awareness of, of whether or not you're that guy is, I think useful. Mm-hmm. All right, I got I got one that I'm actually here here's one that I feel a little mixed on because like I know that I don't care about it but every time I break the rule I don't feel I feel like I've messed up and I know this is still situational but how do you feel about like mixing silver and gold jewelry do you have to commit to one thing or is, can it be blended Oh yeah I think about that one sometimes cuz I've been wearing gold jewelry um and then I also have like glasses that are either like gold colored or silver colored mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, I think, um, 
for rings, I think it's usually better to match. Yeah. Um, but there are some guys that just have like so much going on and they pull it off and they've just got like, they look like they just like swam through like a pool of jewelry. Yeah, a treasure just, chest. Like, out, a and like cave. somehow everything just like looks cool. Yeah. Um, but most people are, you know, not like, they're not that. So um, I do generally, like when I, when I put jewelry on, I generally match. Like if I'm wearing, um, I, re- I bought a gold Cuban chain necklace uh, last year, I think it was. Um, and if I'm wearing that, I'm not going to wear silver rings. Um, but I'm not going to go as far as like matching my belt buckle to my, you know, Cuban mm. chains. Just that, you know, if I'm, I'm not going to wear a bunch of silver rings if I'm wearing a, a gold Cuban necklace. Whereas I think if you're wearing a gold Cuban necklace, it'd look better if you were wearing gold rings or if you did a silver necklace with silver rings. Um, yeah. But then I'll see, but I see that I Rolex, the, the, the date just where they mix it. And I'm like, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks cool to me, but it's like, yeah. but I'm like at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't know. Cause like I have, I have a, uh, a stainless steel watch and I, you know, and, and, and I don't tend to wear anything else with it. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I, I tend to be drawn to like any other type of jewelry. I like gold, but with that, I like the stainless and it's like, but it, it, it does kind of look off together to be honest with you. So I think you're right. It's like, but to me also when I, I think the, the deal is I wear the stainless and I think of that as like silver cause that's the color, but it's really like, that's a little, it's a little sportier looking and it just, I don't think looks as good with like elegant, any jewelry I would kind of consider elegant. So it's like almost like you just got to sw- switch the vibe for that yeah. day more than anything else. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Let's see if this one gets you going. Cause I know some people get freaked out about it. Now th- this is too severe, but this is the statement that sneakers are only for the gym, but how, where are we landed on, on sneakers versus dress? Like for example, how, how frustrated are you going to get if someone's wearing Converse with the suit? You know what I mean? Like what's the, where, where do you land here? I think uh, if you're going to do sneakers in a suit, one, it should be a very casual suit. So yeah. I, th- I think it helps if you if you bridge the the gap between the formality of your shoes and your suit. So if you're wearing like a really like dark business suit from like Brooks Brothers and you wear it with Converse, to me that looks weird. Mm-hmm. It looks off. Whereas if you wear a cotton suit, um, let's say a tan cotton suit, which is very casual, or like a tan linen suit, and let's say you wear it with um, a slightly quote-unquote dressier sneaker like just a plain white all-white sneaker that to me looks fine whereas if you're doing i don't i don't know let's say like vans with a dark worsted business suit to me that looks bad Mm -hmm. um i think you just have to you have to like pull the gap between those two things a little bit closer um so it doesn't look so discordant um but i think sneakers with suits is fine as long as you you kind of bridge that formality gap and it also kind of works better on some guys and certain lifestyles than others some guys are just like a very conservative looking dude and you know he doesn't he might you know just work in a very conservative office yeah. i wouldn't necessarily wear it to that but if you're um you know if you're going to a party like a you know like a rooftop party and you're um you're kind of like a looser easygoing guy and you wear a tan cotton or tan linen suit with all white sneakers i think that's fine <laughs> 
Yeah, um, especially if the silhouette hits right, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, I would say wearing, like, a slim, even if it's cotton or, or something lighter weight for summer, like a slim-fitting suit with, like, a chunkier sneaker might look yeah. different. But, you know, if you're, like, a tall dude with, like, a nice flowy suit, it's it's more wide than it is fitted, uh, you know... I think that can work. And also something you said, like some people carry themselves more conservatively. Like I can picture fellas that come into the store that are like, you know, their hair is parted neatly and they have spectacles on that fit them really well. And even the way they talk to you is like, you know, I'm trying to get you to break here, bro. And you won't, you know, and those dudes are going to look fine in a conservative suit. Yeah, they're going to look better they're, than I can pull that yeah, off. Yeah, exa- exactly. I think they, here, I have two. I'm going to say one thing that's too much, and then we'll go from there. But like, <laughs> I don't think any Nike shoe would ever look good with a suit. Period. End of sentence. Like, I, I can't think of a single Nike where I'd be like, that would look cool with a suit. I don't care who you are. I don't care. I agree. It with doesn't. That. It those don't make sense together at all. I think there are classic shoes. Like, I even think this whole Samba trend. I think you could probably make that work if you're the type of guy, or if you a Converse or a Vans like authentic. Or yeah. I feel like you can make that work if you're the guy who is really wearing that shoe separately. You can't go, I bought this shoe to go with the suit. That's crazy. Like it has yeah. to be like I wear this most of the time, and this is just what I'm comfortable in. And I had to wear a suit to this thing I didn't want to go to, so I'm matching them together, and that's my yeah. thing. Yeah. I think that's cool. I don't think I think when you're trying to like blend those two worlds, you have to do there has to be authenticity there. If you're not the guy who would naturally think to do that, then you should not do it. If you're thinking like, I'll get I'm just more comfortable in sneakers, so I'm gonna get a common projects to go with the suit. People aren't gonna like this one. I don't think that looks good together. I, I just think it looks like you're trying to you're trying to get the sneaker closer to dressy, and it's like just buy a dress shoe then. Like if you needed it to be a dress shoe, it's dress shoe's gonna be just as comfortable yeah, as that yeah. thing if you got the right one. So just get that. Like I don't understand like th- that blending of kind of casual but not super casual with a suit that's n- never suits are never gonna look casual unless you're a guy who wears a suit literally all the time. You know, in which, in which case you don't need the, a rule. <laughs> you know, you you know the, yeah, what to do yeah. here. I just don't think that works. I don't think when you're trying to bring the suit down, I don't think that works. Or you're yeah. trying to bring the sneaker up. You gotta just bl- you gotta mash them up. I think is that's the only way in my head it works. Real fast on on, on the note of suit and just executing it. Me and uh, me and a coworker and a, a customer of ours, Cliff. Shout out Cliff. Shout out Christy. Uh, we went to a show on Sunday evening in Denver. And uh, the band that played before the headliner, the drummer had like long hair in the realm of like Keanu Reeves, John Wick. And he was wearing like a white (laughs) Henley button up and like a black like blazer that had like, you know, like structured shoulders and shit. And I was like, this is so this is the coolest outfit I've seen somebody wear. And it was like, you know, it, it was so cool in that setting. But if I saw him elsewhere, it might not have been as hot. So it also has to do with like Sometimes how you execute, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like yeah. where are you going? Like people like, kind of have to accept yeah. to, fashion to a certain degree is costumes. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, like, yeah. You, yeah. and I think that like I, you know you want to have it blend in seamlessly with your real life. But at a certain point, like yeah, what like I used to play music and I would play on stages and we would wear slightly ex- more exaggerated stuff because yeah. you know it's yeah. kind of you play to the back of the room thing. But it's also it just works in that setting because it's yeah. you're allowed you're on a stage. There's a difference. Something yeah. changed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think, yeah. uh, think Guar. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. They're allowed to do it because <laughs> yeah. they're on a stage. <laughs> what about denim on denim? Yeah. Where are you landing there? I like denim on denim. It's obviously easier if you get um, contrasting colors. So like a let's say a denim trucker jacket with black jeans. It's easier than let's say a blue denim trucker jacket with blue jeans. But yeah. I also like blue denim jacket. I also like blue denim trucker jackets 
with blue jeans. Um, but if someone puts that on and they feel uncomfortable, then I think an easy way is just to switch out the color of one of the yeah. items. Um, cause then you get the contrast between the two, the two things. Um, yeah, I, I used to feel really uncomfortable with, um, blue denim on blue denim. Like I, I liked the look on other people, but I didn't really like it on me, but I've been increasingly okay with it. Um, I wear a vintage Lee trucker jacket like most of the time. Yeah. Um, and I'll sometimes wear that with blue jeans, but it is easier if you get like tan jeans or black jeans or something. Yeah. And, and also like if you're going to do blue top and bottom, either like it, for me, I feel like I feel like the fabric needs to be straight up the same or one needs to be like your vintage Lee is probably like a, a lighter wash and has a lot more wear and tear. Yeah. And maybe the jeans are a little crisp, more like more like a one one you wash indigo or hard something. Hard contrast, you know, like you or said, no you need contrast. the contrast. Yeah, yeah, the contrast needs to be there. If they're too close yeah. but different, that is definitely weird. I think that at the end of the day, what I see most yeah. from people that like are ask me about that or they're like really anti that. I'm like, if you put that on, even if they match perfectly, and you stand in a mirror and feel uncomfortable, then you shouldn't do it. That that's really the that's yeah. the that's the test. And my mind it's if you don't feel comfortable yeah. in that kind of thing then i just don't think it's gonna i don't think you're gonna change on it too much i, I don't yeah. i mean maybe if you wear it more and more i don't know but i feel like yeah it's like it's if, if you're drawn to the look from the start you can make it work you i think it's it's a you want to be effortless in it though the more you're thinking about it if you had to think about it a lot yeah. or you're having to like use access any bravery to wear it out in public then that's don't do that. Yeah, That's you keep not... walking back to the mirror. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Or you have to talk about it a lot when you're yeah. like, oh, Canadian tuxedo. It's like, I chill, dude. It's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs> denim. <laughs> what about matching shoes and a belt? Yeah, I, well, uh, you mean color-wise? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I I think you should do that. I agree. I think this is the only one um, I'm like really hard unless, on. But. Unless you're... Unless you're doing sneakers, obviously, then sure. it doesn't make yeah. any sense, right? But if you're talking, if you're talking leather shoes, I think even for casual wear and ta- tailored clothing, uh, I think it looks best when you match. Like I think of workwear, yeah, any any kind of look. I think it looks best when you match the color of your leather shoes to your leather belt. The only exception is when you, if you're not wearing a leather belt, let's say you're wearing like a canvas kind of like military belt or if you're wearing sneakers or something then obviously those are mm-hmm. totally different things but if we're talking leather yeah i think it looks best if you if you match yeah i think even if like even if you're wearing like gray sneakers you should still run the black belt i think you just gotta like you gotta try to keep those in tandem to some degree yeah yeah i don't know why but what about this are you like do you feel like there has to be a belt on with every outfit because i've been kind of running no belt lately i felt that way for a long time <laughs> and i don't time. and i and i used to feel like i can't go out of the house without a belt yeah. you have to wear a belt but in cases where the pants fit fine or i kind of like don't mind them running a little lower i'm not tucking anything in i'm i don't feel like i need it all the time i'm pro belt i i think a belt is like a Even with suits, like I know some people think that, you know, I I just want to relay this story. The funniest blog post, I've been reading like menswear blogs for 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. And the funniest blog post I've ever read in 20 years was uh, Will over at Suitable Wardrobe, who the blog is no longer around. Um, But he once posted a photo of a belt. And he said, this company sent me a belt to review, but all my pants are bespoke and don't have belt loops because they fit perfectly. Um, so I'm just telling you, th- this is how the belt looks and it looks fine. And that was it. And it wasn't like this guy's like in his 60s, 
I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't a flex. It wasn't it wasn't like an ironic uh-huh, post because uh-huh. his lifestyle was genuinely like very wealthy. Like he just he would post about I mean, he, all his posts were just like he was just a genuinely wealthy dude. And uh, I thought that was just a, the funniest thing I've ever read because uh, it was posted with such earnestness. <laughs> um, but I even with tailored clothing, I think uh I think belts are just like a nice way to accessorize. Oh, I, yeah, um, I agree. Especially with tailored clothing. With casual wear, yeah. Yeah, I, I think every, I don't know. I, I With casual wear, with tailored clothing, I think belts are great. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't think that you should, um, it, belt doesn't have to be like the center of attention or something. It's just like a nice little accessory to pick up the color of your shoes. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it just makes an outfit a little bit more interesting. When you say you don't wear a belt, you're talking about even with casual wear, you don't wear a belt? Yeah, I got a pair of chinos on right now. No belt. Yeah. Where are the chinos from? These these are uh, Frism Works. Nothing crazy. Just black pair of okay. chinos. But the, but I got a t-shirt on with them. There's no, it, it's not going to get shown. And I have like, I and I have like, here's the thing. I wondered this from you guys. Like, how many belts do you own? Because I feel like I have two dress belts and I have two casual belts. Like a vintage YSL that's casual. I have a... I think the other one is like really old Hermes that I got like at a steel yeah. and it's just a brown, but it's a brown belt. You'd never look at it and think anything of it. And I've got like a, like a nicer leather brown and black belt. And that's the, that's the sum total. And I'm not excited. I've obviously put thought into the casual ones. At least I'm not excited about any of them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They're just, you know, oh, they're just man. there. I, and you, and you work as a clothier. That's surprising. I, I've I got know. a ton of belts. I've got dress belts for every shoe color. Of course. Uh, and then I have Western belts. I have casual belts. I have belts that are just for jeans. The only belts that I've, um, that I don't really own or wear are those like Sir Single kind of preppy belts, those like needlepoint belts. Yeah, but I, don't I, like I, I think belts are great. I, th- I, I think, um, just the other day, I was wearing a tan cotton suit with a brown alligator belt. Um, and, you know, the alligator belt f- makes me feel, you know, fancy. Yeah, elevates um, you. Yeah, there's a, there's a maker in New York called Kika New York. And um, I think she's she might be based in, like, Greece or something at this point. I'm not really sure. But she makes um, these O-ring belts that I think are – that look cool with uh, – with workwear, um, I often wear her O-ring belts with a pair of double RL um, chinos that I bought from you guys. Oh, right on! Um, Sick. Yeah, it's it's a uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of it's a delicate thing because you don't want like the belt to be like the gimmick of an outfit, but mm-hmm. I think it can also just add something nice. Yeah, absolutely. Are you always tucking? Are you just this one's? Sometimes it's just for you. Um. Sometimes I tuck, sometimes I don't. It just depends on the shirt. Mm, of course. But I agree if you're not tucking, then it doesn't really make a difference because, you know, your shirt's covering it, so it does make a Some, no one's going to see it. But sometimes it's just for you. Um, sometimes I, w- I yeah, wear if, a watch with a, with, a, with a sweater that goes over it. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're just... That's true. Just for you. I have, I have a belt you. that is yeah. like... Uh, our coworker Graham gave it to me. It's like a, it's like a stretchy 
a stretchy nylon with like a rubber. It's like very tactical. You know what I mean? And that's the only belt that I'll wear. Anything else is just, it's too much for me. <laughs> you dude. kept agreeing and then you got all you got is a no, tactical I think, belt. I think they're cool. I have, I, <laughs> I'm over here nodding my head, smiling. Yes, guys. Great yeah. points. Great points. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, he's got a rubber band tied around his ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tight. But I, I love that. Yeah, I just, one. I just tie, I tie my belts with a rubber hose. Yeah. just around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Yeah. I've had it for years. It's been out, off, nice. Every couple years, I cut off a new section, <laughs> tie it real tight. It's good. It sets in. It sets in. I, I do have. I have. I have a. Uh, like a like a straight up leather one. Actually, it's Yucatan. I have a Yucatan suede one that has the key ring and stuff. But and then oh, I, I have also, that one too. I forgot about that one. I think I you maybe too. gave me. I don't know. But oh, then also on I eBay, I bought too. that. I bought that like vintage Dior one that is like probably like a youth large. It's, I, I'm using the last hole on it, <laughs> and I'll wear that if. You know, uh, I wore it like Shannon and I went to a wedding like three years ago, and I wore it then. You know what I mean? But I don't even know. I probably have it still, but I have no clue where it is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not belt guy at all. It's too rigid. Too rigid on the waist. I don't know how this one's gonna strike (laughs) you. What about what about sweatpants outside the house? I think sweatpants are fine outside the house. I'm not. um, I'm not the kind of guy that thinks like everyone should dress up and all that. I I think. you know, it, again, it depends on the outfit, depends on mm-hmm. the person and all that. But, yeah, I mean, some some guys carry it off. It depends on, you know, if you're just going to the store and if it's, um, it's, if it's a cool look. I've seen people wear, you know, like a sporty outfit with, mm-hmm. uh, with sweatpants that I thought looked cool. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who thinks that that makes you look like you're giving up on life or whatever. But certainly if you're wearing, like, I don't want to say, like, crappy sweatpants but if the sweatpants look really dingy and old and they're like super baggy and they're all stretched out yeah yeah you're wearing with like a stretched out t-shirt and the like the neckline on the t-shirt's like you know totally stretched out and you look just smelly and you're like walking to the store then it just it doesn't look good but there are nice sweats that you can buy um wear them with a pair of sneakers yeah, you probably wouldn't want to go to the office and something like that. But if you're just going to the convenience store to pick something up, you know, sometimes it can look cool on the right person. Yeah. I just don't feel more comfortable in sweatpants than I do in any other pants. So I have no reason to go to them. I think that if I naturally would ever consider working out in them, which I wouldn't, I work out in shorts exclusively. I don't care what the weather's like. <laughs> and and it's like... I, I wouldn't wear them in any natural setting, so I just don't yeah. think they make sense for me. So I think if you're like a a guy or gal who's like wearing like a cool gray sweatpants, I I saw like at one of the shows some somebody wearing like gray sweatpants, a rugby, and a and a cool blazer over the top. I'm like, this is a very cool look, but it looks like it looks like they might do something in that. <laughs> they just put the blazer on top casually, yeah, and it yeah. looked good. Yeah. I, I have no, I would never wear a, a regular sweatpant anywhere normally so i can't i can't imagine like trying to make it work like you're not again it kind of comes back to you're not comfortable in that to begin with i'm so, not pro yeah. like getting super like unless yeah. you know I, I'm, I'm gonna i like to dress for the occasion but like i'm not so i'm not like being like you have to dress up every single day or anything but honestly dress pants are far more comfortable than sweatpants any sweatpants i've ever tried on and they're not sweaty so it's like it's, great, oh, yeah. it's better actually in high school i used to i used to yeah, skate I, in my dress pants with like yeah, a, I think DC that's why a lot of guys and shit because like they were flowy yeah yeah, I don't. I don't personally wear sweatpants, but um, I, you know, I, I see college students who look like they're going to the library to study for hours, 
Um, and often, you know, I will say college students are dressing way better now than when I was in college. Oh, yeah. Some of these guys, I don't know how they have the money to do this kind of stuff because, I mean, I when I was young, I like I was sweating bullets spending like three hundred dollars on like a jacket. Yeah. That to me was like crazy, yeah, dude. Um, but now I see college students wearing like genuine, like expensive clothing, and I I'm blown away. But yeah, I've seen college students um, look like they're about to hit the library and they're wearing sweatpants and sometimes it does not look good, but sometimes it does. Yeah. Um, the right person and the right outfit, either got a beanie on or something, it's just got a cool kind of vibe. Um, but I agree, I, I don't personally wear sweatpants at the house. Um, yeah, just does not work Derek, for me. I'll say, uh, you know, obviously we're in Boulder and that is the main campus for CU, University of Colorado. Uh, as an explanation for how at least college kids near us pay for it, I'll tell you, Parents Weekend is fantastic for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Black Friday That's where almost. the source is. <laughs> so, so that's sick. But uh, like you said, sweating bullets. Dude, I, I, I'm only 30. So I've been into clothes for about 10 years, but... I remember in college, um, I had, I had like a little bit left over of student loans after paying rent and like my paychecks at Levi's were like 45 bucks and this and that. And I remember I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a pair of, I wanted these like rogue territory trousers. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. You know what I mean? And I remember I talked to every single individual in my life, including my mom and being like, "Ah, I got this, I got a little bit of money. I think I'm going to buy these pants. Here's why. And I would qualify it to everybody. This is why I'll buy these pants. I'd love to wear them. And yeah, college kids now come in. I'm like, damn, where'd you get all this, bro? Like, how'd you find all this? I'm totally shocked. Yeah, it's crazy because to me, it it creates crazy peer pressure too. Um, but I, when I was in, when I was in college, uh, the first like nice piece of tailored quote unquote clothing I bought was a vintage J crew sport coat. Mm-hmm. And I think it was maybe like a hundred, 150 bucks. Um, and I remember pacing outside the consignment <laughs> yeah. store cause I didn't know like how this is crazy to me to spend $150 on a jacket to me was like, it was just like. I felt really guilty. Oh, of course, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, now, now, like I see students. I mean, the 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 price is a little different because you know of inflation. But I mean, I've seen students in like genuine like Mr. Porter designer brands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know how they pay for it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of remarkable, but I think it's good. I think it's good. Everybody has a has an opinion and has a a way to express themselves now, which is fun that I didn't feel. At least in I think you're watching that, that group of people start to like sort out opinions for the first, yeah. like initially yeah. it was just like access and now it's turning into, and, 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 and fashion is literally like talked about or I think more than ever suddenly. And, and, but, but I don't, I also don't think there's anybody who's really doing, you might be one of the few doing like actual critique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I just think it got, it got, it got so big suddenly and everyone had access to it for the first time. It wasn't, it was being much less gatekept than it had been in the past and suddenly now you've got all these like younger people into it because they see celebrities or musicians or whatever into it and it's and it's easy to go what are they wearing now i can look it up and go see it i don't have to like live in new york where that stuff is and and now but but now you're watching people kind of parse out like well how do i feel about things suddenly so it's like a whole different world all right what about socks and sandals yeah Yeah, derek are you a birkenstocks guy you got (laughs) birkenstocks I don't have Birkenstocks, but I think they they look cool on other people. Yeah. Um, I 
I think it's easier to pull them off if you're not wearing socks. Um, if you're wearing socks, it has to be like, I don't know. I've seen some outfits where I, th- I was surprised that it, it looked good. Um, but I think if you're just like, if you're just buying a pair of Birkenstocks and you're not sure about it, I would try no socks before I do socks. I agree. I think in most situations, like no socks is the most approachable. It's then you're not also you're not playing with texture or color or anything separating, you know, the shoe from the pant. And then you have to worry like, is am I wearing white socks? It's the only it's going to be so starkly contrasted against my pants if I don't have anything else white on, etc. So the barefoot definitely is kind of the way to go if you're fortunate enough to be able to barefoot those those bad boys. Yeah, Chase can't do it physically. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm trying to get to it. My my feet are something else, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what about here's a, here's a, a, a and I'll, I'll qualify it a little bit. Cuffing jeans. We get this question a lot. Should I cuff them? Should I not cuff them? How many times should they be cuffed? I really like Parker over at Styleform yes, sir. many, many years ago. he Parker is um, a graphic designer by trade. And he put it really well where he said he thinks of cuffs like the serif on a letter. And if you are in a very like modern outfit, quote unquote, like a contemporary outfit, let's say like a... I'd noticed that you guys are selling the Margiela 5-Zip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. So if you're... if if I was wearing a Margiela 5-zip leather jacket with, let's say, like, black jeans and, let's say, black side-zip boots, I would I think that would look better not cuffed Agreed. because it's, like, a very contemporary yeah. outfit versus if you're in, like, blue raw denim jeans with, like, a chore coat and a chambray shirt and, let's say, like, like work boots, like Red Wing-style work, work boots, I think you can cuff them because it's, like, a very traditional outfit. Um and part of that is also just historically, um, the cuffing came from a time when people cuffed their trousers because they they had to wait for all the shrinkage to get out, um, and then they would hem them. And you know that went hand in hand with a certain kind of like historical look, with like a mid-century kind of workwear look, where someone who originally wore that kind of like the looks that Margiela is referencing. They weren't cuffing. They were like they're in like a very modern kind of period where they might stack their jeans or they wear them kind of like with a plain hem. Um, yeah, I, I thought Parker's kind of like graphic design um, rubric worked really well in, in helping me think of when look when looks work better with a cuff versus a non cuff. And personally, I think if you're going to cuff them, I've never been a fan of the double fold because I think it looks really bulky. Mm-hmm. I would do a single fold. Um, and easier if it's not super long, although some vintage workwear looks look really cool with a really long cuff. But you'd have to you're if you're doing the very, very long cuff, you're probably not the kind of guy who's listening to me talk about style rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair yeah. enough. You know, like I, I the the guy that runs Brooklyn Circus, he wears the jeans with like a really long cuff, and I mean he's just got he's just got tons and tons of style, um, and it looks great. Um, I, oh, uh, Mari over at Stan and Strange sometimes wear wears jeans with a very long cuff, and again it looks great because um, they they know exactly what they're referencing. They've got a really s- strong personal viewpoint. But if you're a guy who's like questioning whether or not to cuff, I think a single cuff, a single fold. Um, and not too high. I wouldn't go like two inches. Um, 
something something a little bit small in that looks good. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree about the double fold thing too. Um, if anyone doesn't know, I'm the one that hems all the jeans here. So like, let, if you want to wear a cuff, all good. Just send them out here. And I'll hem them up to you and let's just do the, the one fold. Then you can show the roping. I think it shows the details of the jeans cooler. The double cuff can be, especially if we're talking double, two, three, four rolls, depending on the height of a person in the pant they're wearing. Sometimes you get all that like weight of the pants at the bottom of the of the bottom of the pants and it when you walk it does like a weird silhouette you know what i mean i just think for silhouette purposes alone too it, it would help to at least cut a little bit of the cut a little bit of that fabric i've been, off. I've been messing i i have to hem, hem most of my pants because i have kind of a long torso and shorter legs so i feel like most of the time i'm hemming because i need to mm-hmm. make it fit a certain way and here's the move i do i don't i think the one thing that i think looks bad is i don't think it looks cool when someone has boots and then a space and then cuffs it's like it's a tall shoe and then like how the pants way too short at that point it just doesn't make sense to me i think so yeah i I go if i have pants and i want to test it out or i want to figure out how i should hem these i take the pant and I do, and I just pull. I just do one big ass cuff so I can figure out where the length is. I yank that length down with a boot or like a high top shoe of some kind, and because you don't, I don't, I don't want if there's going to be any like gathering at all, it would it would be minor, and I just want it to touch the top of the boot a little bit so it looks clean with a tall boot. Mm-hmm. If you then put on a low cut shoe or a loafer or something, that's probably going to feel too long. So you just do the one cuff well, from one there. Two, so yep, I just yep. do, I just hem it. So I'm not going to cuff it with a boot because I don't think that looks great. And I do, and then I have that. And then I do a single cuff for one that's going to be like a low top shoe. And then yeah. where you kind of, where you might want a little bit of that space because it, you know, you might need it or it or just looks mm. a little bit better. You want to show off a sock or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That way, that's never failed me. And then you get the one cuff when you need it. You don't need it when you don't. Now it works both ways. Yep. That's the way I, I, I push people to do it when I'm, when I'm like fitting them in the store. Yeah. Also, real fast, I love the the likening cuffs to a serif. Uh, shout out Parker. He's designed some of your favorite liquors or beers. Uh, where could they see that, the graphic? Is that is there a place where they could see that? No, he, he was just saying on Styleform, he likened wearing a oh. cuff on your jeans similar to like a serif on a letter form. Oh, okay. And okay, got it. I thought there yeah. was like a specific. Oh, no, okay, no. cool. No, but he's designed a lot of, a lot of awesome yeah. packaging. But yeah, shout out Parker. All right, let's do the last one here for the day. And I think that... You, oh, I would just add... Yeah, go ahead. The, the, something that I've been into is just also just cutting... Cutting the uh, maybe this is cutting into your guys's business, but oh, no. I also like just cutting the jean and just leaving it frayed. Yeah, yep, I think that yep, looks yep. really good. Um, that's true for like painter pants, like double knee pants, mm-hmm. jeans. 100%. Obviously, you know, not not dress pants, but like anything that's like workwear rugged. Yeah, I think you just just well, I would say if you are on the fence, if you if you buy something new and you're on the fence, I would always go for the cuff because. You can always get rid of the cuff Absolutely. later. You can't add it back on. But if you're doing, um, if you want to switch it up or like an old pair of jeans, you know, where it's already getting frayed anyway, or it's a cheap pair of pants that you don't mind experimenting, just snip it yeah. off. And, um, you know, some of the, over time, some of that kind of like stringiness will come come down, but, you know, you can just snip that off as well. It's, it's uh, it looks good. 
It looks good, like just raw. Like it's that. easy. A lot of people actually ask because I, I I wear most of my jeans that way, and a lot of people ask how to do it. Here's the whole move. Number one, I'm very very rarely doing this on any sort of raw fabric that would shrink a ton, so keep mm-hmm. that in mind. But like I chop them exactly yes. where I want. I chop them too long, and then I kind of keep going up a little bit until I'm like, now we got like it. Like put them back on and yep. test the length. And, yeah, yeah. and you always yes. want them to be just a smidge, just a smidge longer than you're actually going to to. To, uh, to want them ultimately because that the, the as they kind of like wash and wear they're gonna f- kind of come up a little bit with the fray and then i just gather them in my hand i find some concrete on the ground if it's like the choppier shits the better stuff and you just kind of give them a rub you know and then it'll kind of like start the fraying good, process yeah. and then you do a quick wash air dryer machine's gonna make it happen faster but if you if you air dry will work just fine and then let it happen and then you just kind of trim the fray you're good to go it's gonna it's gonna stay the only reason i mean like if you do a little bit of that roughing it up ahead of time number ones it gets it going so you don't get that weird clean cut look at first yeah um and also just to make it you don't want it to happen to curl if it's a thinner fabric or something so it kind of just helps begin the process Mm -hmm. so it like has a natural look to it um that's the way to do it. It's that easy. There's the the less you fuss around with it, it's not going to ever look perfect. That is not if you're if you need it to look perfect, don't do this. Because yeah, I've, yeah. I've had guys be like, I want to do that. And I'm like, you don't seem like the you don't strike me as the guy who's <laughs> loose with the clothing. So maybe don't do it. So you're going to know if it's right for you or not. But if you want to do it, that's that's the move. I've been doing it for eons, and, the, and that's the way to go. All right, last one here. The the wh- how, what's the deal with the bottom button on the blazer? Do we care? Does it matter? This one this one seems to be a little. People care about this one. Oh yeah, I mean, don't don't button the bottom button. Don't button the, it. Fasten the bottom button. Well, I would say, I mean, every, when it, when when this comes up, some nerd is going to be like, actually, you yeah. know, Kamoshida has done it, or like, so Kamoshida, uh, Yasuo Kamoshida mm-hmm. is a Japanese figure, style figure, designer, menswear legend, um, and he does it sometimes, and he he does it. Be, he says because. Fred Astaire sometimes did it. So, yes, there have been times where people do it. And, you know, there are um, very, very, very casual, like a like an engineered garments Bedford jacket has lapels. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's not really a sport coat. Um, that's like a casual jacket. But if you're talking about like a, ca- like a sport coat, yeah, don't button the bottom button. That looks, one, an actual sport coat is not, it's not cut for you to do that. So when you do that, you start creating weird lines yeah. because um, the the button there is is not supposed to be functional. Um, and and two, yeah, it just looks goofy. It looks. I don't button the bottom looks, button uh, on anything. No, Literally never. nothing. <laughs> I always I always like yeah. the shape it creates. Because one, it shows the shirt you're wearing underneath, so you're going to get the pop of color. And if it's like a work shirt or a t-shirt or something, and it's untucked, like then you get the proportion. You get like either the shirt almost goes to the end of the to the end of the jacket, but then that's butted up against the pants. So you get more like proportion play by not doing the bottom button. Plus, you know, I mean, most most of us are like sitting down approximately half the yeah, day yeah. or in the car or whatever it is, and it doesn't bunch up and do yeah. weird shit. It just like lays nicely when you yeah. sit down. I can't fathom. I mean, other than like button up like a shirt button the bottom if i'm not wearing if i'm wearing it untucked i ain't i ain't doing the bottom one uh-uh. but if it's if it's tucked in then i'll do it just because you want the clean look that's the only time i can think where i'm where i'm buttoning a bottom button yeah, and it's not even from about some rules it's just i think it's it makes everything look cleaner and like yeah. way nicer yeah yeah like, like feel more comfortable yeah. otherwise i feel like you're kind of like stuffing into a tube sock you know what i mean like a perfectly <laughs> up and down <laughs> yeah. situation yeah yeah all right can you think of any others or are we ready to wrap it up 
You got any other? You got any other wisdom you want to give to the give to the our, our millions of listeners before we go? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I, you know, we're we're what you love. We're we're what makes you excited. I think that's that's, that's the that's basically that's it. that's the God's honest with all this stuff is like if at the end of the day you go and you stand in front of a mirror, you either love something so much that you want to make it work and then you're going to make it work, or you are you looking there and you feel a little uncomfortable. People know when you feel uncomfortable. Don't try to force something. You know, if that's yeah, not the yeah, if you want and. And if you're the type of guy who's like, I want my suit button, I feel fantastic. Then fuck if as long as Great, you know that like then. the reasoning behind and this feels better to you, then fucking who cares? It's all closed and it's supposed to be subjective. And that's I mean, every time someone breaks a rule and then we all start doing that thing, the rule changes. That's what that's when it's actually cool. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got someone's gotta do it, but just know if you just have some self awareness on if you're that guy or not, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Derek, it was a it was a real. I, I feel yeah. like I've I've chit chatted with you or emailed with you for years, and it's real it was really nice to talk to you for like a little while, you know, you know, over the phone. So this is, this has been really fun. It's a pleasure. Yeah. 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 It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for of having course, me. Of course, man. Yeah. Anytime. And if you ever need anything from us, you know, you know, yeah, don't up, hesitate. You, 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 yeah. you got multiple places to get in contact <laughs> yeah. with me. So you know, you can get, in, you can get in touch. All right, <laughs> man. 